Beautiful, beautiful people of the interwebs. Thank you again for joining us here on the Straight Love Podcast. Uh, Jim and I, of course, as always, tickled pink that you chose once again to inject our beautiful voices into your eardrums, uh, where we do our best to, um, you know, inject uh, as much love, truth, and understanding into your minds as we possibly can. I don't know, Jim, what would you, what do you think of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, and maybe something you haven't heard before. Hopefully, yeah. Mm. Hopefully something that you haven't heard before, or maybe something that you forgot. Because I'll tell you this, Jim, if there's anything that I've known about, uh, you know, just having conversations with people, yourself in particular, uh, you will pull things out of me that I forget that I actually do. You oh, know, it's kind yeah. of in the archives there somewhere, and then you start talking to someone, and you're like, oh, yes. I did know that wonderful thing that I forgot about. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, you know what? And I think it actually helps to have um, like real conversations, you know, real yes. that, that have some degree of kind of depth to them that, that do those kind of things that you kind of maybe have to think about further than just sort of, you know, what did you, what did you do today or what happened last weekend or, or things like that. And it's really interesting. It's really interesting, actually, that you mentioned the forget uh, idea there because I was thinking about this today and yesterday about how I I I operate at such a much better human being level when I remember things and I'll maybe approve, I'll offer some context to that yeah please like, like simple things remember to be patient mm. remember to be kind remember to be non-judgmental remember to be calm all these things, it's just so interesting that the, way, the, the context I was thinking of it in is, you know, let, let's say you're walking behind someone at the Costco and you're in the exit and they're one of those people that stops to look at their invoice right in the, you know, exit door. <laughs> and it would be really neat if you just had like a little reminder fairy over your shoulder that just said, <laughs> just be patient, you know, instead of inside and muttering under your breath, fucking bozo like yeah. get the fuck out of the way right or ram your cart in the back of their heels just... yeah <laughs> because it doesn't really do anything other than it gets you agitated but if you had yeah. that little reminder fairy and they're like just be patient mm -hmm. or you know you don't know everyone's circumstance oh, in other instances yeah. it'd be really neat to see like how grounded and centered you could remain do you think and that's 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 that is a really beautiful reminder jim do you and and the reason that those reminders are so important is because they they're not our defaults unfortunately yeah but are they for some people? Probably. They must be, right? Yeah. Not I, everybody kind of goes towards impatience like as a default. No, I think for sure people, there are some people that just run kind of hotter than others. You're right. Oh, so, 100%. yeah. So those people probably get pretty agitated, you know, quicker uh, than the average bear. But you're right. It's unfortunately, it's not really our, our default to, um, to be calm and to be patient first. It's yeah. to sort of. Again, like we've discussed lots of times, kind of the react versus the response. Correct. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the, and the more that you remind yourself, the more that you kind of work on that self-awareness, the more yeah. that it could become the default in the near, yeah. the not too distant uh, future. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I don't have a good segue here, but I do have a story <laughs> that I wanted to yeah. tell you. <laughs> that was a good segue to me. So I was at church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um 
I, I got up. I thought that the service was going to be ending, and it ended up going for a little bit longer than I thought it would. I left, and I had to go to the washroom, and then I was going to go outside. They have these trees outside in the, in the lobby area there, and you take something off of the tree, like any kind of dollar amount, and then you go over to the Welcome Center, and you make that donation oh, nice. for a particular family, or they're raising money for different you know, cheer boards and all that kind of thing. Nice. And uh, during that time, there was nobody at the Welcome Center, I guess, because the, the service was still uh, going on. So this gentleman walks over to me by the name of Arnold. I don't know if you've actually seen him there before. Uh, really sweet guy. Really maybe, sweet guy. maybe, yeah, maybe we met him. I don't know. I'm sure you probably shook yeah. his hand at some point. Yeah. Um, he's kind of one of those people where, it, you know, when somebody kind of enters into your space and you're just like, I'm, I'm going to enjoy speaking with this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of happens. I'm looking right at him. <laughs> <laughs> so we start chit-chatting a little bit i'm like hey you know i'd like to make this donation is what you know do you, can I, you help me he's like no there's nobody here right now but uh, my name is arnold probably the fifth time this guy's introduced <laughs> himself to me right because i've seen him in a lot yeah uh but he's an older gentleman and uh we just start talking man you know all of a sudden we're just kind of gabbing back and forth and um he starts talking to me about christmas and time with his family he starts getting a little bit choked up oh because he's um He's, uh, his son recently left the church a couple okay. of years ago. Yep. And then, um, he started telling me a, a story about his son when he was really young. Uh-huh. And I guess his son had a, uh, developed a, a peanut allergy when he was really young. So it was about two years old and he went to the doctor. The doctor said, he's got this peanut allergy and, uh, Arnold asked, you know, like, well, is there anything that we can do? Like, did they grow out of it? And the doctor said, you don't grow out of peanut allergies. It's something he's going to have for the rest of his life. Okay. So Arnold explained this to his son and his son decided two years old that he was going to pray to God uh-huh. every single day uh-huh. to take away the peanut allergy. Uh-huh. So for two years, his son prayed every single day to God, please take away this peanut allergy. Four years old. One day he just stops. Uh-huh. A couple of days go by. And then Arnold asked him, he's like, you know, you've been praying about this peanut allergy every single day for two years. Why did you all of a sudden just stop? Son goes to him, I don't have to pray about that anymore because God took it away. So what does Arnold do? Takes his son to the doctor. Uh-huh. They run the tests on him. No, tra- no, no trace of the peanut allergy. So they say, take him home, give him a little bit of peanut butter, you know, just a teensy little bit, see yeah. what the reaction is going to be. Gradually work your way up to a tablespoon, which is what they do. Never had and never any any trace of a peanut allergy ever again. Didn't react to that at all. So the reason why I love that story so much, first of all, I thought it was amazing that and and we ended up like it, after we had talked for a while and, and again he was really he he told me about a, a dream that he had that he was going to see his son at Christmas this year and he got to start getting choked up and then we had a really long embrace. One of those hugs where like you let go first, but the other person hasn't. So you're like, you kind of go back in again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, what I want, what, what one of the one of the things that I really loved about that story, and you can you can decide for yourself if God really did answer his prayer, is there's something about the unwavering belief of a child that I think. <sighs> Whether or not you want to believe it was God, it was something about him just right. believing right. that with every fiber of his being, probably, right? Because he's so young. He's got no reason to think that it's not going to work. Right. Right? And I think that there's a lot that we can learn from a child that age, you know? Like, man, it was just such a good story. Dude. No, it is a, it's a fantastic story, man. It is really, it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's really good. Um 
So I started watching the latest Indiana Jones movie on the weekend. Like it, man. Just yeah. like you said, you would your guilty pleasure. Yeah. Is this a segue? Uh, of course it is. <laughs> and so one part in the movie, uh, he says, Indiana Jones, 80-year-old Harrison Ford oh, in an Indiana right. Jones movie, uh, says, sometimes it's not what you believe, it's how hard you believe in it. Ooh, there you go, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Brilliant. Yes. So... Yeah, so the thing is is you're you couldn't be more right about having a young child who ha- just has that innocence, whatever you want to call it, right, to 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 believe, right? Like it hasn't been exposed to doubt, hasn't been exposed to external influences and negativity. And yeah, to your point, whether it's Whatever the force is, right? Like whatever the force of whatever right. it was, yeah, yeah. it doesn't really matter. No. Uh, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I believe it totally. Me too. I Me too. And totally. I, I, I said, Arnold, I'm, I'm, I hope that you have told a lot of people this story. He's like, I tell everybody that story. Yes. And I'm like, that's fucking great, man. Yeah. I didn't say fucking great. We were in church, but I was like, <laughs> that's great, man. That's great. Yeah. And I think that... Um, and also consistency too, right? Yes. Well, Every sure. single day for two years? You can't tell me that that didn't help. Yeah, that, I think that's I think that's also like the commensurate ingredient in it. Precisely. Right? Like yeah. not, not only is there that belief, um, it's also the action. Right. It's also the action. Because I think I think probably even as a small child, um, there's probably some instinctual preconditioned theory notion idea perception that you you also have to do something Mm -hmm. to make beliefs come true right um whereas i think really how the universe can work is that you you all you actually do need to do is believe right but it's such a tall order for us as humans that we 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 have to do something more we have to take some sort of action to it um, it makes me think of an Abraham Hicks quote, uh, something to the degree of uh, the universe doesn't know the difference between a castle or a button, you know, like a button on your jacket in terms of creating, believing, manifesting. The universe doesn't know the difference, but we do. Oh. So that's that's what oh. holds us back. That's yeah. what inhibits the strength and the power that we have. Oh, I like that, man. You know? I like that a lot. It's like remember early on in meditation class where we where we were learning about manifestation and like doing that kind of energy and and the the opening, you know, trick of magic was to manifest a parking spot. Uh, if you're going to the grocery store, manifest a parking spot right next to the door when you right. get there. Yeah. And why, you know, free to believe whatever you want to believe. But it, it did work for me when I did it. Yes. it was the, but it was the gym, actually. Um, and why? Because you sort of kind of think maybe you'll get a close spot by chance. Mm-hmm. And so it's just more believable. It's easier to believe exactly. that. Exactly. Then God's going to heal me. Right. Huh. But, again, there's no difference to, to God, to universe, to the higher power, to your higher being, there's no difference between a castle and a button. I agree, man. Oh, geez, that's good. That's good. Well, I mean, and we've also talked about the power of prayer on this on this mm-hmm. uh, podcast before as well, right? And I mean, that's one of the things that kind of drew me back into church to a certain degree was my 
um, maybe envy isn't the right word because that's of course one of the seven deadly sins, but I was very, I, uh, I was very drawn to people who have this, this unwavering faith. Yeah. You know, I think that there's something very appealing about that. Um, I certainly haven't gotten there yet. I don't, I don't even know that I'm, would say that I'm close, but, uh, I find it inspiring and it's, um, you know, in the same way that some people would look at people like that and think, oh, they're just, you know, they're, they're, they, they're so unrealistic and they, you know, are, um, you know, just, just silly or, or whatever it is, whatever it is to make themselves feel better for them yeah. not partaking. But, um, for me, it's different. You know, I, I find a lot of strength in it and it's, uh, and I never would have heard this story if I wasn't there. And yeah. I think for whatever reason, I ended up at that foyer at the same time as that guy while it was just the two of us. And yeah. he wanted to tell me that story. And now I'm telling it on this podcast. And I think it's, uh, yeah. again, we've got a lot that we can learn from the innocence and um, believe a, the belief that children have in the world. Because like you said, they just haven't been taught otherwise yet. Yeah, exactly. And that belief hasn't been sort of squashed, right? Because the thing is, is that there's nothing... Well, maybe not entirely. With respect to faith, there's, and maybe I'll think differently about this after the fact, and if I think more about it, but I'm just kind of going with this coming into my head. There's, with faith, there's nothing necessarily concrete. Like that's kind of part of the definition of faith. Mm. Having faith, belief in something you you can't see, you can't touch, you can't, you know, maybe you can feel it, but but again, you know, people would debate what's a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And the word that you used, which is the word that was in my head is that it's, it's strength. Mm -hmm. It is strength. Like you have to be a strong person to have faith. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree, man. And having faith also provides you strength. Mm. Yes. And, and the thing is, is having the faith, even when you could have all the reasons in the world to not have faith because things aren't going the way you think they should or they haven't or whatever the case may be, that's when the strength is even that much more powerful because it's that much more difficult. And I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. And I know you say that maybe you're not there yet, but I don't know. I think I would, I think I would kind of beg to differ on that. Yeah? Yeah, oh. I think so. I, I mean, I can hope. I, I don't know. I just, I, I think that, um, I don't know, man. Sometimes I, I'm just trying to think about what this world would kind of look like if that childlike um, belief, like if we could somehow hit the reset button and we could all just somehow have never lost that and what the world would look like if we all just kind of had this collective belief in things i don't know it Mm -hmm. would just be like this world could just be so different man you know like Mm -hmm. we we were always kind of inundated with war and death and famine and all these things and it doesn't like it just it could have been so much different that's why a lot of people well well, i shouldn't say a lot of people but there's a contingency of people out there that believe that we are actually in hell right now and yeah that uh you know like what well what's hell well there's you know death and and pain and torture and well the last time i checked those all exist here you know like yeah fire and <laughs> but again it's also it's also whatever you want it to be right it's whatever you want to label it yeah you know yeah and 
I think your curiosity, your interest, whatever it is you want to assign is a testament to being open, right? Like, I'm not, I mean, you tell me, I don't know if necessarily you believed first and then said, I'm going to this place, you know, church, meaning that, but there was something there that was intriguing, right? There was some kind of power and as we've been saying, strength, and even having that perception of it, the, the, the perspective that you did to say, well, I don't really know much about religion, but I, I think I know what happens inside this place. I think it's kind of a bunch of like-minded people with like-minded ideas. Most of them are probably good. Most of them are probably to make a better place. Yeah. What's that energy all about? And you can kind of take what you want necessarily and, or what you don't want, I think, but it's 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 a good intention place, and I think a lot of people um, will think of religion from the opposite vantage point. And this isn't this isn't a proposition of everyone should get on religion. It's not that at all. It's the I think what what interests you. I think is what gives you strength. Right. It's just that higher being, higher presence, having faith, yeah. more strength. I mean. You tell me exactly no, if that, you know. No, no, no. You've 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 hit the nail on the head, man, and you and you said it very, 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 very well. Um, I think that anywhere that you can walk into and feel like a collective um, belief, faith, power, strength, yeah. you could say the same thing for Aramats. You know, when you walk into the studio or you know the studio that they used to have there, and you walk in, you feel something mm-hmm. there. You know, there's something you can't quite put your finger on it, but it's, it's there. And you're also there with other people who also feel it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this just feels right. This feels like a place that I want to be. Yeah. And it's, and you don't, you don't necessarily, in my opinion, you don't necessarily need that place to get down that path. Right. You don't, but it's, it's that, the energy that helps you move. It's, it's kind of helps you take action, so to speak, like it gets you involved in it and immersed in it even if you're you're just sitting there and absorbing it all right Mm -hmm. it's like if you had a bunch of you know exercise equipment in your basement and let's say you changed your clothes and you went and you stood down in your basement and you just looked at all this stuff there's probably a decent degree of probability that you'd be like eh fuck it i'm going upstairs but let's say you put on all your gym clothes and you went to the gym and you stood in the lobby and you stared at all the exercise equipment there's probably a better chance that you would go do something. Right. What an interesting analogy, man. Yeah. So same thing with going to a place to practice faith with other people. You don't have to, no. but it helps. There's something about being there, man, for yeah. sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And again, same kind of analogy that you gave with going to Aramont's with the meditation place, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's another, you know, talking about reminders today, that's a good reminder that, um, you know, if, if you were ever interested in going somewhere, where you think you might be able to feel something just by being there, whether that's a meditation studio, a church, a community gym or something like that, where there's, you know, some sort of community classes going on where again, there's some sort of positive energy in that place. Yeah. By osmosis. Yeah. You will suck some of that in. Yeah. The library, the library, another, (laughs) a good example of one that I wouldn't even have thought of, but yeah, what are people doing there? They're sucking up knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's a, it's a peaceful place to be in for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go there and read the Bible and smoke a cigar. 
I don't know. That's terrible advice. I don't think <laughs> I can do that. What would Jesus do? He would do that. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. Oh, great, man. What a great story. Thanks. Yeah. yeah thanks um, for sharing that. You know what? Well, that's what's so great about this podcast, man, is that, you know, we have the opportunity to share those kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And now that kid holds a world record for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> I knew we'd have a happy ending here somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed. All right. Love you, Jimmy. Love you, man. Okay. Bye-bye.